0: All right, so we are back here with um, a pretty cool group. Uh, this group is dedicated to figuring out the ins and outer workings of school, uh, maybe how the sausage is made, who knows. Um, but they are, they always ask good questions. They always have teacher interviews, and they really want to get to know the staff. And it's kind of fun because we get to kind of learn about things about the teachers and staff members of Herrick's Middle School that maybe we wouldn't normally hear about. So I'm going to get off the microphone, let these guys do their thing, and we're going to learn about someone very special today.
1: Welcome to Behind the Blue, where we interview teachers and learn more about them. I'm Jawad and my co-host, Danny. Hello and welcome, Mr. McConaughey. We're really excited about making this podcast. Thank you so much for being here to record our third ever episode.
2: So, hi. How did you become principal of Herrick's Middle School? And were you just a regular teacher and then get promoted? And how does this work?
0: Well, I was a teacher. That's where I started. Um... Actually, before I was a teacher, I had, I had other jobs, but I started teaching in 2000, and I taught social studies in high school, and I had a little bit of middle school um, teaching social studies as well. Uh, but then I went and I became a director of social studies in the district where I was a teacher. I was promoted to being the, the um, like the chair, the head of the department. And after that, I kind of then moved into an assistant principal's job which I did a high school assistant principal. And then I was a middle school assistant principal in Great Neck. And then after a few years of that, this position was open and I got this job to be the principal of Herrick's middle school.
1: Oh, that's nice to hear. Um, How, when did you start teaching in Herrick's? Like what year specifically? No,
0: no, I I did not teach in Herrick's. So I, I taught at the Wheatley school, which is in East Williston. So I worked in Great Neck, which is on one side of our district. I worked at East Williston Which is on the other side. But I was a teacher in East Williston, in the social studies uh, department there for for twelve years.
1: Um, How does your day go as a principal? What does like a principal do in a school day to day?
0: Well, one of the things that makes the job both challenging and fun is that every day is different. So when I come to school in the morning, I usually have a schedule of things that I need to do and that I plan to do. But over the course of the day, often most things develop and change because of the whatever happens in our school for that given day. So, you know, I, I answer a lot of emails. That seems to be becoming a bigger part of my job, one that I don't necessarily love, but I, it's an important one um, because email is such a, uh, it, it, it's, it's a form of communication that's used by so many different people. And I get e- emails from parents, from, from staff, even from students email me a lot. So that Um, we do observations of teachers that's part of our job where we go into the classroom sometimes you'll see some administrators in there and we're doing observations where we work with the teachers and give feedback on on things that are happening within the classrooms Um, we supervise activities and organize events recess is a big part of my day Um, and then we deal with issues as they come up so sometimes parents will call and they'll have concerns we'll meet with them uh, we have meetings with teachers. We meet with students who have um, often some disciplinary issues or some behavioral challenges. We try to work with them. So it's it's a day that is never predictable, and usually um, it's not the same as the day before.
2: We know back when COVID hit, the whole school had to be closed down. How hard was it managing to make everything from pencil and paper to digital?
0: It was pretty tough because it was something, first of all, we'd never done before. Nobody had ever done it before, and we never expected that we would have to do what we did. Um, That was was challenging. The other part of it was that at the time, like you just mentioned, we did not have Chromebooks for all our students. So even if I go back to, you know, what was that, uh, really March of 2020, not all of our teachers used Google Classroom. And it's so hard to imagine now because right now everyone has a Google Classroom. But in, in 2020, many of our teachers did, but not all. It wasn't required. And a lot of teachers still use different kind of things. But because of what happened with COVID that spring, we really sped up the conversion to things that became more digital. So we then everyone got a Google Classroom by the end of that spring. And then the following year, we went to one-to-one devices and we gave all of our students Chromebooks.
1: You know, um, I remember coming into sixth grade for the first time. It was a drastic difference because, first off, we're going to a whole new school in the first place. And second, we have this weird, like, hybrid system. And, um, yeah, it was definitely, like, a time of, of change. I wasn't used to, like, going into, like, Chromebooks, going, like, taking my Chromebook home, coming back and stuff. So, yeah, it was definitely a learning experience for me. How has things changed since COVID, like, what have you learned from COVID and what changes has there been since then?
0: Well, I think it, it was a gradual process because you're right. You know, I think about your grade. You guys never finished fifth grade, never had your proper elementary school graduation. Uh, and then you came here and some kids did the year at home. Some kids did the every other day thing. And then last year we started the year with masks and then we finished the year. You know, we we, we kind of transitioned out of the masks by the end of the school year. So this is really the only year that you've had in middle school that wasn't directly affected by some of the COVID things, you know, keeping everyone separated and and so forth. I mean, I'm happy that we're going back to the things the way we used to do it in many ways where we don't have to restrict who who goes where or how many kids sit at a table with one another or, you know, we can't have kids partner up in classrooms because that's the stuff that makes school fun. And, you know, for two years, we were keeping kids separated at lunch. That was really, really challenging. And we knew that was difficult on kids. So we, we did learn a lot. We learned that we need to be flexible at times. We learned how we have to adjust to things that are beyond our control. Um, we learned a lot about empowering students, um, giving students a lot more choice. But really, those were the big changes.
1: Um, Do you, um, do you, think, that you think that this like, year is like the first like, year since COVID that's like a full year, like no, we're not. We're doing everything like like normal, or is there still stuff that we we're not doing?
0: I I think for the most part we're we're back, but the changes, the difference I th- I feel this year, is that we're we're a little bit scarred from some of the things that we did. So we're still trying. Although the structures are back to where they once were, what we're dealing with are a lot of the behaviors have been influenced by what happened in the last three years. So a lot of our students feel. um behave differently because of the things they've experienced. So it's, although we don't have separation, we don't have masks, we don't have some of the things we needed during COVID, some of our students still have to transition back into some of the expectations that we used to be able to have in middle school that we didn't have for a couple of years.
1: Um, I was wondering, because I know we have one field trip this year as our end of the year field trip. Do you think next year or the year's more, like, are we going to have more field trips or how is it going to go? I,
0: that's our hope. You know, um, for a long time, uh, the last few years, students missed out on things that previous Harris Middle School students hadn't been able to do. You know, Frost Valley, Philadelphia in seventh grade, the Bronx Zoo. So this year, we we're able to bring back some of those things. We brought back the Bronx Zoo. Frost Valley, we still hope that we can bring that back um, in the near future. We were not able to do it this year, unfortunately. Philadelphia, we will bring back, you know, one of the challenges of Philadelphia is not our school. It's that they're, they're redoing Independence Hall. So we chose not to do that. But we really wanted to give you, um, the class of 2023, this chance to do something because you've experienced so much and you've missed out on so much. But um, so that's why we added in the Six Flags trip as your eighth grade trip. And We hope you have a great day that day.
2: Why was um, recess put into middle school and whose choice was it?
0: Well, it was definitely something that research shows middle school students benefit from. And most middle schools do have recess and coming out of elementary school where you had the hour long lunch and you had recess for many years in, in, in Eric's middle school, we only had a 22 minute lunch period. So you would go and you would eat for 22 minutes in the cafeteria and then you would go back to class. And many of us, including myself, when I became the principal, I, I asked those questions. Why do we have 22 minutes? Can we add a recess? And we had a committee of teachers and students that we met with, and we all came to the agreement that students needed a break in the middle of the day. So that break we felt should be longer than 22 minutes, where you have to just eat and go back. So, what we did was we extended the lunch to 44 minutes, where you would eat for 22, but you'd have an additional 22 where you can just talk with your friends, go outside, play basketball, play volleyball, do whatever, go to the library, and and We're still trying to figure out the best ways for you to spend that time, but we want you to have that break in the middle of the day because at your age, it's important to have some time where you can step back from the classroom.
2: Well, thank you so much for answering the questions that we had about school. So now we are going to ask more questions, and this time it is outside of school.
1: Okay, so starting off, what do you like doing outside of school? Like, Do you like any sports or any hobbies that you have? I am a huge sports
0: fan. Um, I have always been, I played a lot of sports when I was young. Um, my children, I have three sons so who keep me very busy. I have a son who's 15, a son who's 13, and I have an eight-year-old son. So one's your age. My middle son is in eighth grade. My older son is in 10th grade and I have a second grader. Um, so I have passed on my love of sports to them. They are very active and involved in in youth sports and high school sports and middle school sports. So I do a lot of coaching and I do a lot of watching them play. Um, I don't play as much as I used to, although I do still play golf. Um, I run, but um, I'm not, as I approach 50, my days of playing soccer and basketball are a little bit uh, behind me.
1: Uh, What's your favorite sport to play of all time? To play?
0: Yeah. When I was younger, it was certainly soccer. Um, I played soccer throughout high school, Play club soccer in college, um, and, and I loved playing soccer, it was my favorite thing to do as a kid. Um, I love basketball too. I was more successful in soccer, my height limited me in basketball after a certain point, but I always enjoy playing basketball as well.
1: What things do you like to eat? Um, yeah, what things do you like to eat? <laughs> <laughs> it's a great question because if you knew me, you would know that I like to eat a lot.
0: Um, I am a big eater. Um, you know, my friends and, and here, you know, Miss Horton and Mr. Hubbard, we often joke about my appetite. So I, I, I like my, my favorite things to eat are unfortunately things that are unhealthy. Uh, I love pizza. I love, um, Mexican food. I love cheeseburgers. And I have a very strong affinity for cookies and ice cream. And I do love one thing in our school that I absolutely love are the vanilla frosted donuts in the cafeteria. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. That's really good. They're I quite know. delicious. I used to have them like in sixth grade, seventh grade a lot, but I had to like tone it down because I knew <laughs> those weren't for me. I
0: agree. Yeah. My wife often asked me, how, "How did you eat a donut today? So I tell her, I try to stick to one, one donut a week.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, so I know you already answered this. So this was our question. Do you have any kids? Um, yeah so we know that you have kids and they' th- uh, you have three um what are their sports like do you, do they have the same like likings as you or are they different?
0: it's interesting because you know what I, I think parents who were athletes and who coach and like, I coached in the high school level for many years um we kind of pass on our passions to our kids so my two older sons both, play soccer and basketball, which were the two sports that not only did I, that I played, but also that I coached at the high school level. Um, they also both run track and they play golf. So my two older sons are very similar in the fact that they play the same sports. They play soccer, basketball, track, and they play golf. My younger son, who's in second grade, we're seeing, he likes some different types of things. He, he likes, um, he doesn't seem to like soccer as much as my other sons, but he likes baseball more he also likes basketball and he likes uh, flag football and deck hockey so you, you know you expose children to to different things and you see which ones they like but it's funny how my my third son seems to be a little bit different in, in terms of his passions as compared to my older two
1: um so this is our last question for the day but do you have like a year specifically in while you were in Harris that was your favorite year of all time
0: i think every year is is great in its own way Um, you know, my first, this is my fifth year. So, you know, I have to say being year number five, you figure more things out and you become more comfortable. Year one was exciting because it was new and I was at a new school. There's a lot to figure out, a lot of people to meet. Um, and that was a challenging year because anytime you're new, you have to sort of figure things out. The second year was, was a good one because we started to, you know, figure things out and, and, and make some changes that would, we felt would help the school, but then COVID hit. So the third year I think was probably one of the hardest because that was the every other day and we just couldn't do the things that we wanted to do. Um, but you know, every year, every year has its own challenges, but its own exciting things as well. So I have enjoyed this year. I know the eighth grade is a wonderful group. So I I have enjoyed being with you guys for the last three years and uh i know you you've gone through this crazy journey with us so it's um we're going to miss you when you go
1: well thank you so much for making time to have this interview with us it was really interesting talking about uh, like things about like your kids and what you like to do and how their school runs and stuff like that and it was nice knowing more about you
0: thank you it it's good to spend some time learning about you guys as well
2: i know you don't get this enough so i'm going to say it. We appreciate all the things you do for us. There's so much you have to go through, but you still come back every day to make this school a better place. We greatly appreciate it.
0: Thank you, guys. I really appreciate that, you you saying that.
1: Anyways, that's the end of the episode. We hope that you enjoyed this podcast and have learned something new today. Stay tuned for the next episode of our podcast where we bring another teacher or staff and interview them and get to know about them more. Bye, and have a good day.
0: Thank you so much.